Welcome to Reading the One Year Bible Together, a daily podcast that runs Monday through Saturday. My name is Bryce Tomlinson, and I'll be joined by Sherry Atanasal, and on occasion, my lovely wife, Julie. If you don't have a one-year Bible, you can get a reading plan at oneyearbibleonline.com. There's a link in the description of this video on Facebook, and as well as the show notes of our podcast. This podcast is recorded from Jitsi, where we do our live streams daily. Details can be found in the show notes as well as on our Facebook page. You're welcome to read out of whichever version of the Bible that you like best. We just happen to use the World English Bible because it's public domain. And as such, this podcast and its corresponding live stream are also public domain. You're welcome to download them and re-upload them anywhere that you see fit, anywhere that you think that the Word of God is needed. We feel like that's pretty much everywhere, so you should totally do that. And even if you can't, you can still hit that share button, share this on your timeline, share this on your Facebook, your Twitter feed, your TikTok, or wherever you think that people ought to be getting into the Bible. In the show notes, you'll find links to PayPal and Patreon, where you can show your support and contribute to the improving of our audio quality and the audio gear that we use to record these podcasts and live streams. Thanks for joining us, and here we go. Today is... uh... June 30th, 2023, and it being June 30th, that means it is day 181 of the one-year Bible. That's going to start us out in 2 Kings chapter 17. Once again, reading out of the World English Bible. Let me get turned there. And let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for our time together, for your word, for your truth. Uh, which does not need updated and does not need changing. We only need to understand it better, Lord. And we just ask that your Holy Spirit would fill us up and give us a right understanding, a proper interpretation, uh, have us know what we're reading today, Um, correct us, chastise us, cause us to repent, cause us to come to you. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. 2 Kings chapter 17, starting in verse 1. In the twelfth year of Ahaz, king of Judah, Hoshea, the son of Elah, began to reign in Samaria over Israel for nine years. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, yet not as the kings of Israel who were before him. Shalmaneser, king of Assyria, came up against him, and Hoshea became his servant and brought brought him tribute. The king of Assyria discovered a conspiracy in Hosea, for he had sent messengers, so king of Egypt, ah, he sent messengers (laughs) to so king of Egypt, and offered no tribute to the king of Assyria, as he had done year by year. Therefore the king of Assyria seized him and bound him in prison. Then the king of Assyria came up throughout the land, went to Samaria, and besieged it three years. In the ninth year of Hosea, the king of Assyria took Samaria and carried Israel away to Assyria and placed them in Hala and on the Habor, the river of Gozan, and in the cities of the Medes. It was so because the children of Israel had sinned against Yahweh their God, who brought them up out of the land of Egypt from under the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and had feared other gods and walked in the statutes of the nations whom Yahweh cast out from before the children of Israel, and of the kings of Israel which they made. The children of Israel secretly did things that were not right against Yahweh their God, 
and they built high places for themselves and all in all their cities, from the tower of the watchmen to the fortified city. And they set up for themselves pillars and Asherah poles on every high hill and under every green tree. And there they burned incense in all the high places, as the nations whom Yahweh carried away before them did. And they did wicked things to provoke Yahweh to anger. And they served idols, of which Yahweh had said to them, You shall not do this thing. Yet Yahweh testified to Israel and to Judah by every prophet and every seer, saying, Turn from your evil ways and keep my commandments and my statutes according to all the law which I commanded your fathers and which I sent to you by my servants the prophets. Notwithstanding, they would not listen, but hardened their neck like the neck of their fathers who didn't believe in Yahweh their God. They rejected his statutes and his covenant that he made with their fathers and his testimonies which he testified to them. And they followed vanity and became vain and followed the nations that were around them concerning whom Yahweh had commanded them that they should not do like them. They abandoned all the commandments of Yahweh their God and made molten images for themselves, even two calves, and made an Asherah, and worshipped all the army of the sky and served Baal. They caused their sons and their daughters to pass through the fire, used divination and enchantments, and sold themselves to do that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, to provoke him to anger. Therefore Yahweh was very angry with Israel and removed them out of his sight. There was none left but the tribe of Judah only. Also, Judah didn't keep the commandments of Yahweh their God, but walked in the statutes of Israel which they made. Yahweh rejected all the offspring of Israel, afflicted them, and delivered them into the hands of raiders until he had cast them out of his sight. For he tore Israel from David's house, and they made Jeroboam the son of Nabat king. And Jeroboam drove Israel from following Yahweh, and made them sin a great sin. The children of Israel walked in all the sins of Jeroboam, which he did. They didn't depart from them until Yahweh removed Israel out of his sight, as he said by all his servants, the prophets. So Israel was carried away out of their own land to Assyria to this day. The king of Assyria brought people from Babylon, from Kutha, from Ava, and from Hamath, and Sepharvaim, and placed them in the cities of Samaria instead of the children of Israel, and they possessed Samaria and lived in its cities. So it was at the beginning of their dwelling there that they didn't fear Yahweh. Therefore Yahweh sent lions among them, which killed some of them. Therefore they spoke to the king of Assyria, saying, The nations which you have carried away and placed in the cities of Samaria don't know the law of the God of the land. Therefore he has sent lions among them, and behold, they kill them, because they don't know the law of the God of the land. Then the king of Assyria commanded, saying, Carry there one of the priests whom you brought from there, and let him go and dwell there, and let him teach them the law of the God of the land. So one of the priests whom they had carried away from Samaria came and lived in Bethel, and taught them how they should fear Yahweh. However, every nation made gods of their own, and put them in the houses of the high places which the Samaritans had made, every nation in their cities in which they lived. The men of Babylon made Sukkoth-Benoth, 
and the men of Cuth made Nergal, and the men of Hamath made Ashima. And the Abites made Nibhaz and Tartak, and the Sepharvites burned their children in the fire to Adramalek and Anamalek, the gods of Sepharvaim. So they feared Yahweh, and also made from among themselves priests of the high places for themselves, who sacrificed for them in the, high, the houses of the high places. They feared Yahweh, and also served their own gods, after the ways of the nations from among whom they had been carried away. To this day they do what they did before. They don't fear Yahweh, and they do not follow the statutes, or the ordinances, or the law, or the commandment which Yahweh commanded the children of Jacob, whom he named Israel, with whom Yahweh had made a covenant and commanded them, saying, You shall not fear other gods, nor bow yourselves to them, nor serve them, nor sacrifice to them. But you shall fear Yahweh, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt with great power and with an outstretched arm, and you shall bow yourselves to him, and you shall sacrifice to him. The statutes and the ordinances, <clears throat> and the law and the commandment which he wrote for you, you shall observe to do forevermore. You shall not fear other gods. You shall not forget the covenant that I have made with you. You shall not fear other gods, but you shall fear Yahweh your God, and he will deliver you out of the hand of all your enemies. However, they didn't listen, but they did what they did before. So these nations feared Yahweh, and also served their engraved images. Their children did likewise, and so did their children's children. They do as their fathers did to this day. And now we are going to continue in 2 Kings chapter 18, starting in verse 1. Now in the third year of Hoshea, son of Elah, king of Israel, Hezekiah, the son of Ahaz, king of Judah, began to reign. He was 25 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abi, the daughter of Zechariah. He did that which was right in Yahweh's eyes, according to all that David his father had done. He removed the high places, broke the pillars, and cut down the Asherah. He also broke in pieces the bronze serpent that Moses had made, because in those days the children of Israel burned incense to it, and he called it Nehushtan. He trusted in Yahweh, the God of Israel, so that after him was no one like him among all the kings of Judah, nor among them that were before him. For he joined with Yahweh. He didn't depart from following him, but kept his commandments, which Yahweh commanded Moses. Yahweh was with him. Wherever he went, he prospered. <clears throat> he rebelled against the king of Assyria and didn't serve him. He struck the Philistines to Gaza and its borders, from the tower of the watchmen to the fortified city. In the fourth year of King Hezekiah, which was the seventh year of Hoshea, son of Elah, king of Israel, Shalmaneser, king of Assyria, came up against Samaria and besieged it. <clears throat> At the end of three years, they took it. In the sixth year of Hezekiah, which was the ninth year of Hoshea, king of Israel, Samaria was taken. The king of Assyria carried Israel away to Assyria and put them in Hala and on the Habor, the river of Gozan, and in the cities of the Medes, because they didn't obey Yahweh, their God's voice, but transgressed his covenant, even all that Moses, the servant of Yahweh, commanded, 
and would not hear it or do it. Next, we are going into the New Testament. We are in Acts chapter 20, starting in verse 1. After the uproar had ceased, Paul sent for the disciples, took leave of them, and departed to go into Macedonia. When he had gone through those parts and had encouraged them with many words, he came into Greece. When he had spent three months there, and a plot was made against him by Jews as he was about to set sail for Syria, he determined to return through Macedonia. These accompanied him as far as Asia. Sopater of Ber Beroea, Aristarchus and Secundus of the Thessalonians, Gaius of Derby, Timothy and Tychicus uh, and Trophimus of Asia, but these had gone ahead and were waiting for us at Troas. We sailed away from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread and came to them at Troas in five days, where we stayed seven days. On the first day of the week, when the disciples were gathered together to break bread, Paul talked with them, intending to depart on the next day and continued his speech until midnight. There were many lights in the upper room where we were gathered together. A certain young man named Eutychus sat in the window, weighed down with deep sleep. As Paul spoke still longer, being weighed down by his sleep, he fell down from the third floor and was taken up dead. Paul went down and fell upon him, and embracing him said, Don't be troubled, for his life is in him. When he had gone up, had broken bread and eaten, and had talked with them a long while, even until break of day, he departed. They brought the boy in alive and were greatly comforted. But we, going ahead to the ship, set sail for Assos, intending to take Paul aboard there, for, for he had so arranged, intending himself to go by land. When he met us at Assos, we took him aboard and came to Mytilene. Uh, uh, okay, Mytilene. Let's try that. Yeah. <laughs> Sailing from there, we came from the following. We came the following day opposite Chios. The next day, we touched at Samos and stayed at Trogilium. And the next day, and the day after, we came to Miletus. For Paul had determined to sail past Ephesus, that he might not have to spend time in Asia, for he was hastening, if it were possible for him, to be in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost. For Miletus he sent to Ephesus and called to himself the elders of the assembly. When they had come to him, he said to them, You yourselves know, from the first day that I set foot in Asia, how I was with you all the time, serving the Lord with all humility, with many tears, and with trials which happened to me by the plots of the Jews, how I didn't shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable, teaching you publicly and from house to house. Testifying both to Jews and to Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus. Now behold, I go bound by the Spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions wait for me. But these things don't count, nor do I hold my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy 
and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to fully testify to the good news of the grace of God. Now behold, I know that you all, among whom I went out preaching, <clears throat> I went about preaching God's kingdom, will see my face no more. Therefore, I testify to you today that I am clean from the blood of all men, for I didn't shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Take heed, therefore, to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the assembly of the Lord and God, which he purchased with his own blood. For I know that after my departure, vicious wolves will enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Men will arise from among your own selves, speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after them. Therefore, watch, remembering that for a period of three years, I didn't cease to admonish everyone night and day with tears. Now, brothers, I entrust you to God and to the work of his grace, which is able to build up and to give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I covet no one's silver, gold, or clothing. You yourselves know that these hands served my necessities and those who were with me. In all things, I gave you an example, so that laboring you ought to help the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, that he said that he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. When he had spoken these things, he knelt down and prayed with them all. <clears throat> they all wept freely and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, sorrowing most of all because of the word which he had spoken, that they should see his face no more. Then they accompanied him to the ship. Next, we are going back into the Old Testament. We are now in Psalm 148, verse 1. Praise Yah. Praise Yahweh from the heavens. Praise him from the heights. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his army. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, you heavens of heavens, you waters that are above the heavens. Let them praise Yahweh's name, for he commanded and they were created. He has also established them forever and ever. He has made a decree which will not pass away. Praise Yahweh from the earth, you great sea creatures and all depths, lightning and hail, snow and clouds, stormy wind fulfilling his word mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all livestock, small creatures and flying birds. <clears throat> Kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all judges of the earth, both young men and maidens, old men and children, let them praise Yahweh's name, for his name alone is exalted. His glory is above the earth and the heavens. He has lifted up the horn of his people, the praise of all his saints, even of the children of Israel, a people near to him. Praise Yah. And lastly, we finish with Proverbs 18, verses 6 and 7. A fool's lips come into strife, and his mouth invites beatings. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are a snare to his soul. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this time that you've given us together, for this fellowship, for this live stream, for this podcast. Um, 
God, we, we pray that um, many people will be reached. And um, Lord, we pray for healing for our loved ones, our friends and family. I want to extend a special prayer for, for Richard as he's undergone surgery um, to remove um, this tumor. We pray that his recovery will be swift from that. We pray that he will continue to recover, that you will work a mighty, a mighty work in his body. We pray for Shirley, <clears throat> for Lawrence, for Calvin. We pray that you would uh, eradicate all cancer cells from their bodies. We pray that you would protect them and heal them from any collateral damage from uh, treatments that they're undergoing, any kind of therapies that they're undergoing. We pray that you would cause uh, miraculous progress and even complete healing that puzzles the doctors. And we pray for those with heart conditions. We pray for Sue, for Stephanie. Um, <clears throat> we pray for myself, for my dad. And um, God, we, uh, we pray for George and Ralph. And we pray that these hearts would be healed. We pray that they would, uh, that the doctors would be given wisdom and uh, supernatural perception to, to heal them and make them well. We also pray for you to just reach your hand in there and give them a brand new heart. And um, God, we, we pray for those with stroke. We pray for my mom and my sister and for um, for Rudy and for Rob and Chris, we pray that those who uh, have apparently healed and been restored, Lord, we pray that you would continue to restore them and to to grow new brain cells to replace that which was damaged and and um, passed away. Uh, we pray for uh, new therapies to be developed. And we pray for uh, wisdom on the part of the, the patients, Lord, to, to do the right thing next. I want to pray a special prayer for those, um, Lord, suffering with dementia. And um, I pray that the disorientation would be alleviated, that they would have more moments of clarity. And I pray, Lord, that those that are completely lost in their world, Lord, I pray that you would cause them to know Jesus because it's the only important thing left to know. And I pray that they would, uh, I pray that they would know Jesus and that, that, that their, their encounter with Christ would, uh, testify to others. God, um, I want to pray for our special couples, those that are uh, struggling in their relationships or fighting for their relationships or have abandoned their relationships altogether, pray that as they move forward, Lord, I pray that you would be with them, that you would heal them, heal their hearts and um, cause repentance, cause uh, we pray for a miraculous restoration of your commitments, Lord. And uh, God, we pray for our young people, uh, little kids. And uh, I mean, we start out 
praying for teenagers because it seems like that's where the crisis is, but we're seeing that it starts much earlier today. And we just pray for them to uh, repent of this world, to call out to you, to know Jesus, to chase after Jesus. And we pray that your love for them would call out to them and call them away from the, the lusts and cares of this world. Uh, God, we pray for our uh, evangelists and uh, ministers, pastors and preachers. We pray as they, as they sow uh, your word out into the streets, out into the dumps, out into the slums, out into the big cities. We pray that as uh, people preach your word, that it would fall on fertile ground and uh, people would know who you are. And we pray that they would be blessed by it. We pray that they would uh, be caused to prosper because they are boldly preaching your word. But even unto persecution, we pray that they would persist and be bold. And God, we pray for uh, your first responders that you have appointed in our communities. We pray for those in police and fire and medical. We pray for, uh, for you to battle against corruption. We pray for you to protect them as they go out into the field to rescue, to save, to protect our communities and our individuals. We pray that you would cause them to be, um, cause them to be protected by your armies of angels. Uh, we pray that their work would testify to your grace. And um, we pray that they would know that you are present in their, in their lives as they go out and, and fight the good fight in our communities. God, we, uh, we pray for their houses to be prospered because of the work that they're doing in our communities and protect them from danger. God, we pray for Israel, your chosen people. We pray that they would know Jesus is Messiah. We pray that um, they would um, not cast aside the law, but choose grace, the grace that's given to them by Jesus' death and resurrection, the atonement that was made for them by Jesus. We pray that they would claim it and, um, and walk in that. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So it seems like um, <laughs> this is, it seems like there is, Hosea has decided not to pay tribute to the king of Assyria. So mm -hmm. it's almost like among these nations, there is like a, a mafia type yeah, thing going I, on, right? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. The ancient you know. mafia. Yeah, they they would uh, they would be like, you know, I'd uh, I'd uh, hate to see something bad happen to you. <laughs> you know, we're just here to protect you. Yeah, yeah. Hate to see something bad happen to you. You know, there's a lot of shady characters out there. <laughs> we'll take uh, good care of you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
I mean, what's a few dollars between me and you? Between friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, King of Assyria turns around and says, it's curtains for you, she? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Welcome to your new home. Yeah. Dink. Prison. Dark. You may be a king, but now you're the king of a jail cell. The mice are your subjects. And it makes it clear, it says, it was so because the children of Israel had sinned against Yahweh their God. Mm-hmm. And that they knew what they were supposed to do, but chose not to do it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they didn't know, it says in here, clearly that they didn't know. I found this weird that it said that they feared God but still served these other gods. I found that to be kind of weird. Well, I wonder if it was just the, the add-on God program, you know, like the pantheistic religions. Mm -hmm. um, is that, yeah, well, we believe in you, but, you know, there's all these too. Because that was all around them. I mean, to me, it's like a two-sided two thing, you know. You... you because you're serving these other gods, you have a reason to fear Yahweh. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and also Excuse me. you, um, you fear God because you serve, you serve these other gods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. to me, it's like two sides of the same, the same thing. I like how it says they followed vanity and became vain. Yeah. That's not a word we use a lot these days, probably because so many people are. <laughs> it's no longer considered a bad thing. I was uh, reading a post by Ben Shapiro, who is saying that, um, that whenever, whenever you uh, cast out um, Judeo-Christianity or Judeo-Christian values of any kind or mm -hmm. even Muslim values. Mm -hmm. um, whenever you cast out these, uh, these faith-based uh, values, you automatically draw in to fill the void uh, paganist values. Yep. Automatically, because yeah. this man is wired to worship. Mm -hmm. So man is going to worship something. And maybe... Swallow that rope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And man may, man may um, you know, worship pagan deities or, or, or the stars or sex or anything like that. And he's, he's going to 
worship something, it may be himself, but whenever you rule out Judeo-Christian values, you always invite in and draw in mm-hmm. um, these, these other values. They're, you're not going to have anything, like you say you desire uh, a world free of any of this, but you don't actually get that. You, 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 you end can't. up with something. Yeah, yeah you, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> and then um this this uh in in acts here I I love this story Paul literally bored this guy to death with yes. a, uh, a long sermon. There's a Brad Paisley All song, night. A Brad, Brad Paisley song about the very same thing. Uh, really long sermon. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, all night. Not only what, that, you're quoting country music after he, wow. Already, after he already killed him. Uh, <laughs> I, come on. Paul, Paul knew what he was doing. Uh, after he already killed him, brings him back to life and continues preaching. Yeah, he's like, oh, that's a clue. I should probably be done for the night. Go take a nap. I'll see you all the ship in the morning. So I've, I've heard I've, I've heard a few arguments that uh, because there were many lights in the upper room where they were gathered together, that it, that it would have been candles or lanterns. Yes. And so they all suck the oxygen out of the air. <clears throat> <laughs> so it might not have just been Paul, but I like to think that it was. <laughs> yeah. But they brought him back in alive because Paul brought him back. All right. <laughs> oh, what's your game plan today? We had a, we're running right up against it. Oh, yeah. Um, I am going to probably go into the church and pull together my VBS science stuff, make sure I can find everything and do some experiments to make sure it all works. And then I have hand therapy in the afternoon and Amanda has jujitsu tonight. Right on. So, yeah, that's the schedule. Perfect. How about you? Uh, me? I'm going to do some uh, programming the radio station right after this. I'm going to be setting up the podcast. going to be, um, well, pulling down my laundry, which has all been set up here. And, um, <laughs> and then we're going to church tonight to watch the Jesus revolution, which by mm-hmm. the way, if you, if any of you guys uh, listening to this uh, would like a copy of the Jesus revolution and get one by um, you can get this. I'm not an affiliate and not related to this ministry at all, but a new beginning, uh, which is Greg Laurie's ministry mm-hmm. is uh giving away these these uh, DVDs for a gift of any amount. So yeah. if you call up A New Beginning, you can look them up on the internet, and uh, you call them up, and you can give them a gift of any amount, and they'll send you a DVD of The Jesus Revolution. So mm-hmm. ask for it. Uh, anyway, worth it. God bless you guys. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Sherry, for reading along with me each day. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will see you again tomorrow around 10-ish or so-ish Pacific time. And if you don't find us here, then look for us in the sky. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye.